0: Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host Austin Hill. Today we're in part five in our conversation on disagreement. We hope you enjoy. So, in an effort to try to make this a bit more practical, um, you know, it might be good to give some examples because I th- what I don't want people to hear when they're listening to this is we're not saying that in an effort to be to be kind to your neighbor, that we have to be overly agreeable and never confront things that we don't like. That's not Uh, yes, that's not what we're saying. Rather, I think what we're advocating for, um, and you can put it in your own words if you if you want to say it a different way, Austin, but I think what we're what we're advocating for is how do we disagree and share our opinions in a way that respects and gives honor to those that might disagree with us. Mm. Would you say that a different way? Or do you think that that's, or again, Uh, maybe you disagree with me and that's fine.
1: But what, how would you say that? uh, It's seeking mutual respect. That's the, that's the end goal because you can, if you seek mutual respect, so what that means is I'm going to work to have a conversation, a difficult conversation with you, in a respectful way, in such a way that I am earning your respect, even though you don't agree with me. So seek to find mutual respect. That means if that so that means if I go into that conversation or you go into this conversation and they're very disrespectful to you. So you it it's it's the challenge of being a follower of Christ is then I need to seek out ways in, in which. I can learn to understand you. So I respect where you're coming from. You may not treat me with respect, but I'm going to be as respectful as I can towards you and work to understand you in a way. So I can respect where you're coming from. So seeking mutual respect. Yeah. And that's hard. Yeah.
0: I don't know if it's him that said it, but I've always, I've heard often that the, um, you know, the old philosopher Voltaire said something to the effect of when, when speaking of tolerance, he said, um, I, may, I may disagree with what you have to say, but I will fight to the death for your right to be able to say it. Really talking about what he believes tolerance means. And um, I think that, that, that that's a good way to look at that's what mutual respect looks like is I, I can tell you that I don't agree with you, but I will fight for your right to be able to say what you believe mm-hmm. i think that that's what a free society um could look like right is mm-hmm. that we live in a place where people can believe what they want which means i can believe in a christian worldview while at the same time being friends with somebody who doesn't and having that mutual respect, respect. and at the end of the day being able to say hey can we just can we agree to disagree Right, and, and I'm going to advocate for things that I believe are true, and you're going to advocate for things that are true. But can we do that that in such a way that does show each other a level of respect? So let me ask you this, Austin, because I think you do this pretty well. Thanks. There's some issues where that does get tricky, and like when you when you are interacting with someone who you know you disagree with, how do you how do you aim to to like, what, how do you how do you carry yourself in that conversation in that context, and what what are you what are you mindful of in an effort to try to show them empathy and be and be compassionate?
1: the The goal of any any type of conversation like that for me is always to understand and be able to say back what it is that they're what they're saying to me in a clear and concise way that they would say yes, you understand me that's the goal. Mm -hmm. So the goal in that, that means when they're saying something that I disagree with, I'm actively listening to what they're saying. I'm not thinking about like, well, they're wrong for this, 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 and this, because that's my perspective. I'm already, that's, that's an inward facing, a selfish way of trying to address, of trying to have this conversation. That to me, I think it's a selfish or another word is a lazy way out of it because you're not even going to put the work into thinking about where they're coming from. So in a situation where someone disagrees with me, I'm wanting to understand where they come from, how they got to that point, what information they have, where their, what their passions are, what really gets them, like what are they actually upset about?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and asking asking genuinely curious questions, not like like I have a bad habit sometimes of asking if I think I know the answer, I'll ask a question in a very uh, Oh, smart aleck way. Like, Oh, so you mean to say this in like a sarcastic way? That's like, that's when I know don't do the good jobs. Is it that it's make sure you ask genuine questions? Cause the goal of it in those conversations is simply to understand. Um, uh, because that's how you earn, that's how you earn someone's respect. Um, uh, it's not to change their mind in that conversation. It's to start the relationship on a basis of trust. And it's really, and that's how you build trust is show, showing trust, work, working to understand them, working to deepen a relationship. Because if the goal in a disagreement is to prove them wrong, you're less likely to have a real intimate conversation with that person again, because they're just going to remember how much you were angry or how you tried to make them feel stupid or wrong. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it was John Maxwell that said it, but I, I think he was
0: absolutely right psychologically that he said people don't care what you know unless they know how much you care. Yep. And if we really think we're right, like honestly, and and I'm not saying I look at it this way all the time, right? Like, but but if we really think we're right, then the best way to convince someone that 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 you're right isn't to tell them how wrong they are. It's to care about them. Yeah, because they're not going to care about your truth unless they know that you care, and that's what I kind of was hearing you saying when you, Austin, when you were talking about understanding and listening and really. Like what you're doing in that moment is you you're caring about that person. If we don't care about somebody, we then we don't then we have no regard for what they have to say.
1: Yeah, well then you're just not being a, a like a, an empathetic person. You're just why are you having a conversation with somebody? You're not being present. You're just there putting up with this.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with episode six in our conversation. We'll see you then.